And it's time for another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, Buford, and goodness knows who else. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. And welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And y'all back with another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast. Absolutely. Against our better judgment. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week we got to talking about aliens because everybody's talking about aliens there in Washington D.C. Well, yeah, everybody's yeah, everybody's. But at this point, what I'm hearing is, yep, they're real. We knew about it for a long time. Okay, we're good. And I mean, 30, 30 years ago, whenever people would be freaked out, now it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Man, we a lot of other stuff. We, we've been on. expecting that, but no, it's a. Well, I would not have been surprised. 30 years ago, because ooh, 45 years ago, I saw a UFO. Where at? Germantown, Tennessee. That's West of, Tennessee. Fourth of July. It was right outside of Memphis. We have just watched the Fourth of July parade go by in front of our house there on Farmington Avenue. And then my friends and I were all sitting back there and we saw a light come across the sky like a jet. And we thought, no, it's a jet, whatever. We're not, we're just talking and cutting up and all of a sudden it stopped. And we all looked at it and we were like, "Mm, jets don't stop. And then it went, to go. And we were like, well, they go that fast, but they don't turn that sharp. And then went, for about 15, 20 minutes. Huh? Doing that diagram. It was all around, yeah. Yeah. And then they went, and took off. And we all went, I'm going to go to the house, go sleep, and pretend none of this ever happened. And that's what we did. But but it has bothered me for 43 years. But I saw something. President Jimmy Carter saw the same thing. Yeah, moving fast, <coughs> changing directions like it shouldn't have been able to, and gone. Well, video I got at home. And, uh, and, and well, we you, talked about this on last, the last episode. Last yeah. episode, if you listen to the last episode, you, you I'm talking about the diagram, what I saw out in California and how other people saw the same thing is just as uh, it was before COVID, a couple of years before COVID broke out. So about 2018, something yeah. like that. Pigeon Forge down there on the Little Pigeon River saw this silver thing, looked like aluminum foil up in the sky, way up in the sky, reflection, and it dropped and it was like a triangle. And it would and it would just drop real soft, and when it stopped, it just took off as fast. As, I mean, just like you was talking about. Yeah. And I thought, I just kind of shook my head, and then all of a sudden, I saw it drop again, same place. Then went the other way. I saw it drop again, and it went the other way. I kept seeing it drop, standing there, and Junior's there, and he goes, "Shouldn't we be recording this?" <laughs> and I did. I got it on on my phone. You can see the reflection, and everything. We're starting just. All right, we're going to put that at the end of the podcast. So watch the whole podcast so you can see the video. Uh, you have straining. I mean, it, it, it's from the phone, so it's best quality it can be. <clears throat> but uh, what what's odd about all that is the people that describe the same thing that you saw, I saw, what they're testifying in Congress, what everybody saw, is if you're studying like frequencies and stuff and, and the time and the space and all, all that theory and everything, my theory is they're not from another planet. My theory is it's us. From another time? From another time. Yeah, I think so too. That's my theory. I think we have figured I out. I think it's our ancestors, I mean our descendants from the future, way, way in the future. Way in the future. They're coming back to check on us. 
It's like anthropologists, but instead of digging up bones, they're just coming back and looking at us. Because they can. Right. And they're doing that over there in Europe and Oak Ridge with that CERN and that reactor where they're crashing those atoms and they're tracking that speed. And you're looking at frequency and time when you realize quantum. Y'all remember your TV, you know, when we had three channels? and that <laughs> one, one Way where, back there in the day? You had that one channel with all the snow on it. <laughs> That's what everything looks like. But we've got senses that can detect and sense and shape break out patterns. Break out patterns. Yeah. But if we didn't have these senses, every single thing would look like that snow on that TV. But because of frequency and time. You heard it here first, folks. Boo Boo has broken the code. I've broken the code. And what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about aliens. So anyway, <clears throat> this old board's testifying there in Congress. You can Google all this, look this up. We ain't making a bit of it up. We're not making a bit of this up. This is, you can look at, I'm serious. Learn. Check it out. Check it out. So anyway, uh, one of those crashed vehicles he was talking about, he steps into it. And when he steps inside it, he said, literally this vehicle at the most was probably, now now don't quote me on this because if you look it up, you'll see the exact numbers. I want to say it's 40, 45 feet, but it was a triangle. Remember what I told you I saw in the sky? Okay. So he he goes into this vehicle. He said when he stepped inside, it was breathtaking because it was like being inside a football stadium as far as you could see, that big. Wow. But he's in a vehicle that's only the size of 40 feet. He said, I was so shaken that I didn't explore that much that when I stepped back out the door, it was dark. And my watch said I'd been in there four and a half minutes, but the guy says I was in there four and a half hours. Wow. Wow. Is that not wild? And that's a testimony. Yeah. That's a testimony, you know, from that guy and everything. Four and a half hours, and he was in there four and a half minutes because the difference between time, dimensions, and the whole thing over in Europe and what they're doing at Oak Ridge, working with the dimensions and everything, realizing there is a thing with, with different timelines and everything that now is a constant and tomorrow it's everything's everything's a constant yeah so it's like a photograph so this other guy testified and saying that yes if what we can do now with our technology is we can go back and look at things in time yeah not like in video shape or just actually walk in amongst us but everything's like a picture that they can actually go back and they're seeing it dialed in like a picture that's crazy but it's, but the main thing is going forward, and so the whole thing as, being a now. As we might hope to like be able to go back and see <clears throat> what happened with a Stegosaurus or a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and hope that we could go back and capture those images and just see what they were doing. We're we're looking at people from our future coming back and watching us in real time. But you, but the whole thing is being able to dial it in, the frequency and everything, yeah. and how to dial it in to get where you need to be and what you got to do. Because there's too many things. Because I've got my, as we sit here, you've got your own world. Yeah. I've got my own world. Yeah. Well, we're just two people sitting here. They bounce off each other a lot. I know. It's your world and my world. Right. But for them to need to go In my world, I'm a hero. In your world, I'm just a. Zero. Yeah. (laughs) That's my brother, folks. That's my brother right there. So. I get a lot of time to think when I'm up there in that airplane crop dusting booger town there. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, we ain't got no crops, but he's up there dusting them. I'm dusting them. <laughs> no, we got crops. <laughs> we ain't supposed to talk about that. Oh. 
That's right. Not till the governor later, signs yeah, that thing. That yeah. little thing. When he signs that yeah. thing. Yeah, once he signs it, we, we talk about well, it. I think everybody knows there's aliens. You know, it's just a... You know, I, I really do, too. I don't think there's many people that don't believe in it. Well, and, and, and another thing with the frequencies and the thing and the parallel... They, people talk about parallel universes and time and everything. And, 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 and it goes back to, like, uh, this one guy, he wrote a book. He was talking about... Uh, uh, Matter of fact, he was an atheist that wrote the book. And he's like, after he did all his study on time and the theory and quantum, he found out there had to be a God. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It freaked him out. Yeah, it Because did. it had to be intelligent design. It, it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Because if time, what is time? Time is law. For there to be a, a, a clock, there's got to be a clockmaker. For there to be a law, there's got to be a lawmaker. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so now with that new Hubble telescope and the new lens and everything, scientists are arguing, and Google this, don't take boo-boo's word for it. There's a big fight in the scientific community where they're like, there was no Big Bang. Well, here's my thing, and, and this is the thing. I, you, know, you can Google it. I, yeah, I, my, my, my argument to this is, okay, Christians say God said, let there be light, and there was light, and that was it. And scientists say there was a Big Bang, and that was it. Who says those are mutually exclusive? I, well, I think they run who, hand in hand if you who, look at what who, Einstein who says. Who says that what scientists are reading as the Big Bang was not God saying, kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. But if there was nothing, which is what the, the Bible says. Yeah. In the beginning, there was nothing. Right. And in the nothing, there was God. And God said, let there be light. And there was, and there was light. light. So, so why is that not the Big Bang? Why is that? It can be the Big Bang, but I guess what I'm talking about, I'm kind of jumping ahead, was with what Einstein said with the with the uh, universe and space and everything, picture like a flat piece of paper. With the physics and everything, it can kind of do this like a wave. Well, sure. It okay, can. it's not flat. It's not right. solid. It's not like wood. You know, right. it's it's constantly moving and everything. Well, if our mindset back in the '60s was, would be to say, I've got to go to that part of the universe it's going to take me 300 million light years but, but if you bend and fold that thing you can yeah, be there that's, instantaneously that's, that's what, what they're trying to do in Oak Ridge and over in Europe well that's what Star Trek's warp theory was here is space and we're going to warp it yep and you're going to go from this space to this space it's but that out. wasn't Star Trek that's Einstein I know that that's but, all Einstein but that's, that's what that's what Star Trek was all about the whole mm -hmm. warp engine thing it was based was on about science. warping space and taking you from this spot to this spot, but not having to cross all that distance. That's amazing when you think about that. It really is. Mm. And I'm going to tell you what's most amazing of all that. And I think all of our fans out there watching on the show will, will appreciate this. Is that Boo Boo can grasp what we're talking about. That ought to scare y'all to death. That ought to scare y'all that Boo Boo's going, yeah, I totally understand the warping of space and time and the quantum mechanics thing. And... <laughs> And I'm over here. I'm over here with an advanced degree, going. I'm barely getting it, and he well, gets it. I he get gets it. it. Well, and you're talking about we talking about God and intelligent design. They're finding out now that our DNA and our body is carrying memory. Yeah, like our brain, like <laughs> like a memory code on on your computer. Memory, your DNA, your human DNA is designed that way as a survivor survival skill. Because let's say, how many of y'all have had a uh, Say a uh, 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 situation where you saw several brothers and sisters. So well, I'd never guess that was that guy's brother. That one ain't afraid of nothing. That's scared yeah. of everything, you know. 
Now, usually the older child is more conservative and dialed down because when they were conceived, those parents were probably struggling mm-hmm. to get by. Mm-hmm. Now, years later, after having that child, they probably got a little financially safer and better and more comfortable. Their DNA altered and changed to release and say, and so the other child is more free spirited. That's where you and I differ because you're the oldest in your family mm-hmm. and I'm the youngest in mine. I'm four days older than you, <laughs> but you're the older child. But how many of you? And that, that really, that, I mean, no, but that affects the dynamic of our relationship and the whole deal. But what about people who are scared of snakes that have never seen a snake in their life, but they're scared of them. Oh no. Yeah. That means some great grandparent down the road got bit by a snake, scared by a snake and there. And when that moment happened in their day that scared them to death where it'd be that lion chasing them up a tree or the cat pulling the snake out from under the dryer (laughs) with a civil war blade you know (laughs) squeaky go back a couple episodes you'll see that uh their dna constantly is being altered with memory and so when you pass that on to your offspring as a survival skill that kid is a what is living a life scared of cats, scared of snakes, and never seen either one. Never seen any of them, but that was passed in their DNA, yeah. and that's why a lot of people don't like to ride roller coasters. They're scared of heights. Some people ain't scared of anything. Yeah, because their ancestors never went through a trauma. They didn't have a trauma at all. I'll give you an example. I know a person, a family member, PTSD, what they used to call shell shock. Yeah, all the kids are scared of balloons. Any popping sound. They'll about jump under the kitchen table. They didn't go to war, but their granddaddy did. I mean, yeah, he's but, scared of that pop. But it was passed down, you know, that loud wow. sound, stay away from loud sound, you know. It, wow. Google it. It's all on there. But that DNA, your DNA's got that. And, and so that's a design. Yeah. It means there has to be an intelligent design. You may be out there right now saying there's no God, but you can't argue that there wasn't intelligent design. We just choose call to call him God. Want to. But Call there had to. to be intelligent design. Yeah. You could say it was a superior. We call him God. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can pull this one off to me. He's God. <laughs> Give it whatever name you want. But at the end but of the it day. Boils, it boils down to God. God. But when you, you start trying to wrap your head around this stuff with the DNA having memory and everything. And and then uh, uh, and people are like, well, that's not in the Bible. I said, well, Ezekiel saw a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Yeah. A light, chariot of fire. Yeah. You know, the cloud of cloud of fire. There's so many things in there. It goes hand in hand with everything that's going on. How about this one? Do you remember when I told you about that ship where he stepped in there for four minutes and came out yeah. four and a half hours? Yeah. In the Bible, don't it say a day to him is like 2,000 years? There you go. But uh, we'll be passing the offering plate here in a little bit. We're going to have to... <laughs> We, it's a rainy day, folks. I'm just telling you. It's a rainy, it's rainy a day. Rainy it's a been a raining. It's going to be raining today and tomorrow. And we we're just, just out here we're chasing rabbits that still soaking <laughs> wet. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So welcome to our world. That's what we just said. I know, around. right? See, he's the Mountain William. I'm, we're <laughs> usually just talking like this all the time. We thought, well, let's just be real, you know? Absolutely. You yeah, know? Absolutely. I mean, that's what we 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 do going down the road, sitting in the car talking. We just like, what about that? <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you. Well, there's there's a lot of uh, rabbit holes to go down. That's for sure. Well, if you're talking about parallel universes in the quantum theory, no, this is, hey, a lot of people don't realize music's tuned to 440 hertz. Mm-hmm. No, I know that. It's supposed yeah. to be 432. 
Everything's 432 hertz. The universe is 432 hertz. The grass is 432. Me and you are 432. Every single thing is 432 hertz. And music's at 440. No, it was at 432 until Hitler got his scientists to find a way to try to control people and impress upon them. They wound it up to 440 hertz. Now, they still keep it at 440 because back then they didn't have PA and sound systems like we did today. And musicians found that they were louder and could be heard further out in bigger rooms at 440 than 432. Whoa. Yeah. You want to do something? Google this. Go on YouTube. Look up Handel's Messiah and and, and play it at 440 and then find the one at 440. 432. At 432, you will collapse in a chair and the hair will stand up on your arms and you will be the most relaxed and calm you've ever been in your life. And at 440? 440 kind of winds and tightens you up. And you don't realize it until you start comparing 432 with 440, the difference between them, because we are so... so, You know, you you ran into a lot of great singers that'll sing off pitch. Yeah. They're tuned 432, but they're trying to sing 440. Whoa. Wow. Makes sense now, don't it? If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Hey, like the Tibet, the, wrong. the monks, the, oh, the yeah, bowls, yeah, yeah. that's 432. Oh, my gosh. The sound it's, of the earth is 432. It's like the golden mean. When you hear, you ever hear people, blind people talking about they can hear the hum of the earth? Yeah. The hum? That's, 432. that's 432. That's 432 is that hum. Wow. Wow. Folks, my mind is blown. And if yours isn't, go spend about 15 minutes go on, on YouTube, Google. Google all this YouTube, stuff. look at all this stuff, and, and and we'll all have our minds blown together. When you see a bowl of water vibrating and you see those beautiful rings, that's 432. Wow. That's it, insane, brother. It'll blow your mind, especially when you see light and uh, light at 432 versus 440. 440 is like this. 432 is like, oh, that's beautiful. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, 432 cycles per minute or whatever it is. Yeah. But what it boils down to back in the early 1900s, Hitler got the scientists say, what can I do? What can we do to control people? Wow. And we've stuck with four. And some, there have been some recordings by groups like the Isaacs. I think they won a Grammy or a Dove Award. Uh, they, they, they did a whole recording with acoustic instruments tuned to 432. You're talking about beautiful. beautiful. I think we need, uh, we need T-shirts. <clears throat> 432. I'm tuned to 432. I'm tuned to 432. Dude. We're learning things now. That's insane. It is. That, that hurts my head. Well, and, and on YouTube, there's rock and roll songs that we grew up on to where you can A and B it to where they've cut it to 432, 440. So you hear the 440 that you heard when you was at the sock hop. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear 432, and then you go back to 440, it almost sounds demonic. It's so wow. dark and haunting to where when you go back to 432, it's like, man, that's, that's cool. That's a nice little groove. But 440, it is dark and heavy on you. 432. Mm-hmm. Folks, go out there and find it. Go out there and dig. Do the work. And and if you don't, don't we'll, take my word for it. Don't we'll, take my word. Look look for it yourself. I did. That's how I found we'll, out. We'll this post stuff. those links on uh, the Facebook page. We'll put them out there. Here's this at four thirty two. Listen to it and tell me that you don't sound different. You ever watch anybody tune a piano? Yeah. You know that light. See that light? 
You know, when it got real pretty, lined it, that's 432. 432. And then when it got kind of out of sorts, is at 440. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. My head hurts. <laughs> it just took me seven years, but the Mountain William is stumbling. He's seven, limping. He's gone down seven, to one knee. Seven years. Seven years. I think we're talking 42 years. Yeah. 42 years. But you did. You you shook me up, dude. Isn't that wild? You remember what uh, Esther used to call me? You big dummy. No, no, oh, no, 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 no not, that, not that Esther. Okay. You know who I'm talking about, Esther, Miss Esther. She called me. Oh, Esther. yeah. She yeah. used to call me Mr. Webster. Mr. Webster. She used to call me Mr. Webster. I, I was because, thinking dictionary. I, I was yeah, like, it was all about the dictionary. Head, she said, because she knew Webster. I would pop out words that the rest of the kids had no idea what it was. And she called me Mr. Webster, which is one of my favorite nicknames I've ever had. Mr. Webster. Well, she's a sweet lady. She was. She was. God rest her soul. Yes, sweet lady. Oh, son. We learning things now. We we are out there on the edge of things. We are. We're pushing the we're talking about up right there. I saw the greatest thing on uh, Facebook recently. This guy yeah. was talking. It was it was a, a animation. It was two ghosts laying side mm-hmm. by side on a in a cemetery. And the one ghost said, "You know what? I thought when I would I thought when I died I would all of a sudden have all of this great." insight into the the history of the universe yeah. the other one he goes i know right it didn't happen he goes no because i thought i'd know about you know like the jfk conspiracy oh yeah and this yeah and the other one goes and the faked moon landing and the other one went the what the moon landing they faked that he goes you, you know we went back to the moon five times right well yeah but and you know apollo 13 did they fake that what were they faking about almost dying trying to get to the moon? The other one goes, just enjoy the conspiracy. That was a com- commercial for duct tape. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were just trying to sell duct tape. That's all that was. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you knew your grandmother was a redneck because she thought that wrestling was real, but the moon landing was fake. <laughs> well, there you go. I know some wrestlers, and it's real them. I know that. Well, absolutely. We know several of them. Yeah, and you see their fingers all bent the wrong way and eye facing the other side of the head. Yeah, there's a little real <laughs> going <all> on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, 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 the fight is real. Whatever they're fighting about might be fake, but the fight is real. I make no mistake. Make no mistake. Them As boys, you land on that concrete on your head, there's nothing ain't, fake about that. You might have go, knew it had to happen. We were just kidding. No, you might have been kidding, but you still landed on your head. You said like Bob Nelson. I mean, we were just messing around. Well, old Bob's doing it. He's like doing good. He's, he's doing good. good. He's got his cancer in remission, That's which awesome. is great. And he's he's Bob Nelson, one of the funniest comedians out there, dude. I'm telling you what, me and old Danny Devaney used to well, sit, put a link out there. They go follow Bob. Yeah. Bob's great. Me and me and old Danny Devaney used to sit backstage at the comedy barn, and we, we're within a year of, of each other's age. I think he's 11 months younger. So than you're me. remembering his and, HBO special, yeah. and all that stuff. And we're, sitting, too, like, we're sitting back there, and he's on stage just killing this audience. And Dan, Danny and I keep looking at each other, going, "We're working with Bob Nelson." I know. What, what, if y'all don't we, remember, Bob Nelson, he was on the... Um, he was a pallbearer for uh, Rodney Dangerfield. He was, yeah. yeah. Rodney he, discovered he, he, he used to open for Rodney for years. 
But he was on the Bob Hope All Star Football Special in like 1978. So he put them balloons. And under he had, yeah, he had balloons under his Buddy. shirt. He come back and go like. Robert, uh, Robert Westbrook, Harvard Tyson. University, quarterback. And then he run off. And then he coming back on to be like, Leroy McCoy, University of the Ozarks, tailback. <laughs> I don't really have a tail. And then the <laughs> tail, uh, helmet be sideways, yeah. the eyes be crossed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I actually, that joke was not on the 1978 Bob Hope special. The one about Leroy McCoy from the University of Ozarks, uh-huh. tailback. I actually wrote that joke for oh, Bob. That's awesome. He told me, he goes, I want to do a hillbilly one. And I went, oh, I got it. Yeah. And I said, I'm a tailback. I don't really have a tail. And it's in his act today. Because, that's awesome. But I wrote it for him. And I love him like, oh, like he's family. He I think really is. my favorite, and, and there's nothing... Worse or better than for a comedian to be struggling with a crowd that just don't get it. Oh, and we all get them. And we've been there. We've been there so many times, so many times. And I was, I was uh, backstage, and this crowd just—they weren't getting Bob. And is all I do just want to go out there with a chair like a wrestler and go? Don't you know this is Bob Nelson? (laughs) You start wearing people out. The most important part of the football equipment. Is the helmet? <laughs> he's pointing at his and shoulders. And the shoulder my pads. And he's holding his head. We he says, "Shoulder my pads." He holds his head. Helmet. <laughs> I love. It. If you have not seen the movie Brain Donors, you need to watch it. It's mm-hmm. Bob Nelson and Rock uh, John Turturro and um, um, Mel Smith, who was in the Princess Bride. Don't even think about. <laughs> Don't even think about trying to type. <laughs> yeah, but it was the three of them, and it was a remake of the of the Marx Brothers uh, <coughs> Night at the Opera, but it was set in a um, ballet. But John Turturro played the um, uh, Groucho Marx character. Mel Smith was the Chico character, okay, and Bob Nelson was the Harpo character. Oh. He spoke. But he was childlike and innocent, just oh, like Harpo always was. It's one uh, of the Bob. best movies you'll ever see. Bob's what's, that Donors. Box, what's that boxing character? Jiffy Jeff. Jiffy Jeff. Jiffy Jeff. 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 What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's answering him like he's trying to bite his ear. <laughs> he's like, he's to... Now, if you go on YouTube and look up Bob, and you see anything before 1990, just be prepared. Don't and, have the kids around. Don't have the kids around. It's going to be dirty. Bob gave his life to the Lord in the early 90s and became a clean comedian at that point. So there are older videos of him being not so clean, but he's part of our tribe of clean comedians today. And a friend. And we love, oh, we dear, love Bob. We'll, we got to put a link out there. Y'all need Bob, to, if you're listening, we love, love you. you. Love you. Come see. Come to the holler. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, this has been a great time, man. We've had a it's lot of fun. It's been different. We've never had one like this. How many how many podcasts we've done so far? And we've never had anything like Over this. Over 130. One. And we've never done one like this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But we sure do appreciate y'all being What a here. way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end the ball. We got some really <laughs> we may get exciting a, things coming up here. Everybody unsubscribe and they're like, we're done with these idiots. <laughs> no, no, no. We got some really exciting things coming up here real soon in the future. We can't tell you about it now, but if you're listening we to it to. six months from now, you'll already know because it's going to be in the commercial. Because system. in time and space and the theory. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> We sure do appreciate y'all listening to us. If you would like to get a Boogertown Road sign, the most stolen item in the Great Smoky Mountains, 
Email us at meetbuford at gmail.com for information on how to get those um, Boogertown Road signs. Now, if you would like to give us an idea for a future episode, things we could talk about, whatever, just... Uh, Let leave... this be a lesson. This is what happens when you don't give us an idea. Exactly. But leave, <laughs> go to go to that same meetbuford at gmail.com to leave messages. And thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends about us. Go on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell so Watch you know. Watch our videos. There's some fun stuff out there. Oh, man, I'm telling you. The shorts and the reels oh, are real funny. and blast. They're short and they're reels. They're, they're short and they're real. But thank you so much for watching us. Hey, uh, Gator, if you're listening. Howie Mandel is still doing fine. In the meantime, I'm Buford. I'm Bebo. Y'all be good to each other. All right. You've been listening to the Hillbillies and the Holler podcast. Come back next week for a whole lot more fun right here in downtown Boogertown.